Hello, I'm Jason Ball, and this is Friends with Friends, the podcast where we explore all 236 episodes of the TV show Friends. And I am joined by my friends, Jackie and Vanessa. Hi, I'm Jackie Rodriguez. As you should know by now, I am the world's biggest Friends fan. Even today, I wore a Friends bracelet at Central Perk. I got jewelry, I got t-shirts, I got scarves, I got it all. (laughs) (laughs) And I've got nothing except 21 episodes down my belt of Friends. (laughs) I'm Vanessa Martinez. Uh, This is the 21st episode, the one with the fake Monica, uh, premiered on April 27th, 1995 to 28.4 million viewers. Jackie, give us a quick overview. Yes. So Monica's identity gets stolen by fake Monica, but the real Monica lives vicariously through her, meeting her in town class. Joey is trying to switch his name and Ross has to give up Marcel. The monkey is going to be gone. Finally. (laughs) Oh, poor Marcel. Yeah, but it's such a strange, we've said this before, it's so strange, but it's funny, but it's strange, so I'm okay with him leaving. <laughs> it was a good little shtick, good little yeah. uh, thing, but yeah, it's probably overplayed, it's probably difficult or something. I w- it, it's a good, It's it would be interesting to know why they actually decided to phase him out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the difficultness yeah. of, of working with Kate. I mean, we do know the story on Friends that Marcel was humping too much, so the vet said they that the monkey needed to let out some sexual aggression and he as he matures it would get worse yeah so i related to ross in the way that marcel was his child and they played it the storyline that he was going off to college um just because that's his baby so i mean it's it's a sad thing <laughs> it was cute though it was cute how they did do it and how you said they relate like college like, did he get into this no it's such a party school you know or party party zoo san diego know? yeah <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I thought that was really cute too. To play the, all the parents, and considering they're not that far out of college themselves, so it's very you know it's kind of still top of mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when Marcel would get rejection letters, Ross would take it to heart and saying, "Well, what's wrong with Marcel?" And did you guys notice the um, when right after Ross tells the guys that he has to go, um, they hear no evil, speak no evil, see yes. no evil. <laughs> I didn't notice that. They're sitting on the the uh, sofa in Central Perk, and they're yeah, hearing no, well, one's got his hands over the ears, the mouth, and the eyes. Hear no evil, yeah. speak no evil, and see no evil. Yeah, very um, funny. Yeah, that was cute. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ross only wants what's the best education for his monkey, so. <laughs> the best education. It's but true. he's not gone forever. We may see him later oh. on. <laughs> well, I like the sound of that. So one of my favorite lines from this episode was, uh, how do you get a monkey into a zoo? And Chandler goes, I know this one. No, that's Pope's in a Volkswagen. <laughs> and later, he remembers the punchline for that. And Phoebe and then goes, Phoebe goes, oh, Pope's in a Volkswagen. Yeah. <laughs> and then one of the other main um, storylines in this is Monica and fake Monica. And she becomes, real Monica becomes Manana because she actually finds the wo- woman who stole her identity in tap class. And she realizes that, like, maybe she's not living her life, you know, to the fullest like this fake Monica is. And she actually gets jealous of her. So I thought that was interesting to see. Because real Monica is so type A and in control of everything. Uh-huh. Well, I, I think this is Monica's internal struggle because she is very controlling and very type A, you know, very everything has to be perfect and all that. But she doesn't like necessarily like that about herself. 
She mm -hmm. she wants to be more of a free spirit and someone who would, you know, go to the latest Broadway shows and go to a tap class and all of that. But she just she can't break out of that for some reason. Mm -hmm. I think it's because of uh, the mother. Yes, she's the mother of the group. And it's like, why does she always have to be the leader and the mother of the group? And then this is kind of her letting loose, like you said, the internal struggle. And I think a lot of women can relate to that. A lot of women like that are type A, like myself, you know, so <laughs> I do know how to YOLO and Vanessa's seen it. <laughs> oh yeah, she definitely does. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, I mean, at the identity theft has happened to me, unfortunately, a couple of times, not to the extent oh. of Manana. But, you know, a few hundred here and there. Luckily, it's been resolved. But it, it, I mean, now makes me wonder, like, I wonder who is that person, you know, living my identity and getting whatever they want to get. And so mm -hmm. now I kind of, I don't know, I kind of think Monica did the right thing and going to find out who her identity stealer was. Well, I mean, usually it's not like that, though, right? It's not like somebody who's kind of taken over your whole identity. They just... Yeah ripping you off on, as quickly as they can on your credit card before they get caught it, particularly now yeah. Yeah. Day, it's you get caught so quickly one of the things that um the fake monica bought was a wonder mop jason did you have a wonder mop no the real monica bought that oh the, that's right yes. yeah the real monica about that. yeah there's a joke about that who would buy a wonder mop uh that's mine uh, <laughs> well, i don't know what a wonder mop is but there are all sorts of those you know seen on tv things i'm sure yeah. one of those right i googled wonder mop and it really does exist <laughs> <laughs> what is so wonderful about it i don't know mm. i guess it like it you know you you push a button or something and it, it shoots out the fabric that is going to mop your floor and then when you're done you squeegee it out and then you suck it right oh back in. i had one i did have one of those where you you, you expand the there's a uh, like a lever on the on the handle mm -hmm. you, you can squeegee out the all the water on it so your hands don't have to do it <laughs> one of those i actually have a rape mop right now it has a the bucket has a little spin thing in it so you put the f you oh. do it you put it in there and you you pump the there's a pedal on it and you pump it and it spins around and spins all the water back into the bucket oh that's oh, fancy that Maybe is really the, cool. uh, the the 2020 version of the wonder mop yeah. <laughs> i just have a swiffer for my 500 square feet my studio <laughs> <laughs> same <laughs> but it is interesting how this woman not only i mean they they play with that kind of uh, mistaken identity thing which they played with before in this season so mm -hmm. it's interesting that they bring that back up too because as monica tries to figure out who she is you know in your 20s you're still trying to figure that out so i think that was a good device for that that actress uh claudia Shear is a a tony nominated broadway actress so she's was bigger you know been around and, and pretty big in broadway in that that scene well, maybe they, that's why they brought up that they auditioned for Cats and sang Momo on stage. <laughs> oh, this, this did bother me. They kept saying, uh, you're going to sing Memories and Memories. The name of the song is actually Memory, not Memories. Oh, oh. I just know the song. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good song. <laughs> and what's also, um, if you notice, when they're having their conversation, Manana and fake Monica, they um, bring up Dead Poet Society and um, Mrs. Doubtfire. And those are two Robin Williams films. And then Robin Williams later guest stars um, in Friends with Billy Crystal. So uh, a lot of things happen where 
they'll bring up like, you know, with later in the seasons, you see Bruce Willis come and do a guest star, but then the friends are talking about Die Hard in the beginning of the series. So you see kind of a lot of that coming around full circle. So I thought that was interesting. You'll see that, that Vanessa later. Beautiful. Yeah, I feel like so far I'm seeing so many crossovers practically in every other episode that's happening, whether it's, you know, someone from ER or someone from Mad About You, like there's always a crossover happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were, NBC was very good at managing that Thursday night lineup, must-see TV lineup, and really growing the, you know, because they would put the the new series on the half hour, so you would have the lead-in from the stronger established series, and then they would do that crossover to bring audience in. It was mm-hmm. a great idea. It worked really well for them. It did. Yeah. It did. And then um, I also like, you know, with the whole Manana and fake Monica, um, when they're dancing and they're, and Monica's trying to get it. And then Rachel comes in and she's got the steps to like totally gets it completely. And then Phoebe's just doing her own thing. It's like yeah. her personality. <laughs> but the way she's doing it is just like you said, her personality, like it's just so like so odd. It's so, I don't know, grandesque and strange. Right. Not even close to tap. It's more like contemporary style interpretive dance, dance interpretive yes. dance oh, yeah. well Vanessa you'll see Phoebe running later in the oh, gosh. <laughs> so now it goes on with what you're seeing here <laughs> similar that's so. I did love when fake Monica goes the moment that changed my life is when I saw Dead Poet Society yeah. and you think it's going to be this very profound moment and she goes it was so boring <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that movie <laughs> two <laughs> hours wasted of my life <laughs> it's, it's a good movie but I can totally get where she thinks it was you know a little uh, a little earnest mm-hmm. and not uh, not freewheeling lifestyle that's for sure so Free Willy, I like that movie. <laughs> Free Willy, yeah. Well, the, I saw Free Willy when I was really young, so I think I'm going to have to rewatch that. <laughs> oh, Don't cry at the end. There's something wrong with you. Yeah, and then back to the fake Monica. Like at the end of the episode, we see that she gets caught, you know, and and we don't see what further happens. Like, does she ever talk to her again? You know, I know real Monica goes and visits her, but like nothing else happens and does Monica feel totally changed? It changes her perspective or she, you know, goes back to being type A Monica too. But I think maybe this is just a good break for her to kind of like reevaluate, but she kind of goes back to over normal. Yeah. Evolution slow. You take two steps forward and one step <laughs> back and you know, you nothing don't change overnight. Yeah. yeah, exactly. All right. <laughs> let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk more about that. Find out who the, the casting agents were at the very end. And our final thoughts on this episode. Right back. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. And we are back, friends with friends. This is the episode with the the one with the fake Monica. But Joey's got a great storyline in this too. And Chandler is just 
super mean in this, just sets him up. He's looking for a new stage name and somehow ends up on uh, Joseph Stalin as his stage name and has no idea who that is. Yeah, it was so funny. And, and, and the way that Chandler does it and the way the mannerisms that he has, you know, when he's telling Joey about it, it just it, it amps it up even more. He's just mean. He should have let him off the hook earlier. <laughs> Storms back in. Did you know there was a there was a real Joseph Stalin? No. <laughs> and then Phoebe, uh, she, yeah, she's being dramatic and funny and silly in this episode. She goes, "Flame boy." <laughs> yeah. What do you think my name should be, Flame boy? <laughs> <laughs> and again, they mention Estelle and my agent, my agent, but we won't see her until next season. So um, we keep wondering who this agent is. Did anybody notice how um, when they were sitting on the couch, Phoebe was playing with the Game Boy? I felt so in tune with that because I still have my Game Boys, and I actually um, during quarantine. Uh, whipped them out again and started playing with them again. Oh, I have the regular Game Boy and a Game Boy Color. Oh, Granted, when I opened them up, they the batteries had exploded, but I safely looked at how to remove that and everything like that. So my husband fixed it up for me, and Tetris still works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did notice that because she's just sitting on the couch in Monica's place playing with the Game Boy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, everybody's having the conversation. And I thought that was interesting, too, because nowadays we all have our phone in our hands. And one of the main things about friends is, like, they're all actually sitting around drinking coffee and talking to each other. So, mm-hmm. you know, for us, as people who are catching on to friends later on, like, seeing that, it works, obviously, because nowadays that's not what we do. <laughs> or even when the TV is on, we still have our phone in our hands. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was that was cute of them to bring in the Game Boy. And I my brother had those. I never had one. <laughs> so the funny thing is, I didn't know what it was when I got it. I was probably like eight or nine, mm-hmm. and it it was gifted to me. And I was like, oh, this is cool. But I never really knew what it was because it wasn't really my thing. But then once I started playing with it more, I was like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> and then I got another one, and I was like, okay, cool. Now I have two. One that that's in color. <laughs> <laughs> So what did you think of the ending where uh, the last scene where they all say goodbye to Marcel? I thought it was cute. Uh, did you guys notice Ross had a little banana pin on his um, on his oh, jacket? No, I, did. I didn't I, notice that. I noticed he had a pin, but I didn't realize it was a banana. But now you say that, it, it was yeah. a banana. It's like a little ode. Yeah. Oh, to Marcel. <laughs> I think that was a highlight for me of the episode. Just because I thought it was so sad because Ross was having to let go of something else that he loved. And he really didn't want to. That's mm-hmm. true. Poor Ross. I know. Heartbreak <laughs> every time. Heartbreak every time. How much mm-hmm. longer can it last? Oh, you'll find out. <laughs> There's good things coming for Ross. Even in this season, he's got uh, very exciting things happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of my um, favorite lines from this episode happened to be from Rachel when um, Marcel started, you know, releasing his sexual tension and he did it on Curious George. And Rachel goes, Well, looks like Curious George has lost his curiosity. <laughs> it's such an innocent joke, but it implies more. Yeah, yeah, very cute. Yeah, and she gifts it to him at the end when they're saying mm-hmm. goodbye. Yeah. He's like, Well, something you could do on the airplane. <laughs> literally something you can do on the airplane. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then Joey when, you know, like he's like, I don't know what I'm supposed to say to a monkey. He's a monkey. It brings it back to like, okay, Ross is really sad because it's like his kid, it's his pet and all that. But then Joey brings it back to be like, This is a monkey. Like what? 
what, you know, like all of us, our perspectives. And he goes like, well, just say what's on your mind. And then Joey, Ross or Marcel, I'm hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Again, that's a great example of how, you know, they take a serious moment and Mm -hmm. realize the levity. And even when Ross is saying goodbye to to Marcel and then Marcel starts humping his leg, he's like, just take him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know, and then Marcel like reaching in the cage. (laughs) Oh, poor Marcel. (laughs) <laughs> the other thing I thought was very clever about this episode is that the tag ending is Joey at an audition and mm-hmm. the uh, casting directors are actually the Friends creators, Kevin Bright, D- uh, David Crane, and Marta Kaufman. Oh, I didn't oh. notice that. No. Yeah. So you only see them from the back of the head, you know, the, from their backs. You, know, you mm-hmm. see the three of them sitting in the in the theater from the back and then Joey's out uh, auditioning for them, which I'm sure is exactly what happened when he auditioned for the role of Joey originally, yeah. too. Yeah, totally. They did it in a theater, like I mentioned last episode, when um, Lisa Kudrow auditioned for Phoebe. It was in a theater, and a lot of artists like buckled under that, and she did it, and she got the spot. So I'm sure that was a very similar scene. What else? Any final thoughts? I thought this was an okay episode. I didn't, it wasn't yeah. one of my favorites. Yeah, same. I didn't I didn't feel like it, it moved anything forward. It just uh-huh. got rid of Marcel, and so I think it was a, it was a so-so episode as well. Yeah, I mean, it was good Monica evolution. She learned a little bit about herself, that she can mm-hmm. be freewheeling and coming at 5 a.m. drunk and, you know, Rachel's the responsible one. But, yeah, it was okay. Yeah. Yeah. A few more episodes. They got to keep it moving. So I wonder if, like, they did this one as just, like, just to get rid of the monkey. Yeah. And, yeah. You know what I mean? And, then, you know, you have three more episodes until the whole Ross and Rachel questioning happens. So I wonder if that's what they did. Yeah. I mean, there's only three more episodes left in the season, so it's getting uh, very interesting. So we'll talk mm-hmm. a lot more about that uh, coming up on the next episode of Friends with Friends. Monica has a younger boyfriend, and he, <laughs> ooh, younger than you even think. Yes. So we'll talk about all that and the and the, uh, the dynamics there and how you know, another evolution for Monica stepping out of her comfort zone. Yes. <laughs> so make sure you follow us on uh, Instagram. Subscribe on podcast wherever you get your podcast and give us nice reviews and nice ratings.